Shalom Aleichem to everybody. We are just a few days away from Rosh Chodesh Elul. While every month in the Jewish calendar is so, so important, there's no question that Chodesh Elul is from the most important, as it is the 30 days that we are able to prepare cognitively, mentally, thoughtfully for the Yomim Hanoraim Habayin Leinu Latova, the opportunity to prepare each and every single day for Rosh Hashanah, for Assasimei Tshuva, for Yom Kippur is critical. Of course, that's the focus during these days. We add the David Hashem Ori at the end of davening. We begin with Tkiyas HaShofar. All of the Minhage Elul are really here in order for us to refocus, to charge ourselves, and to be properly paying attention in order to focus on the Yamim Habayim. However, I would like to talk a little bit about Rosh Chodesh and speak about a particular shayla that while it seems to be a minute point and from the minutia, really it's from the most critical components of El. Because what El really is about is about being medaktek b'mitzos, being meticulous, being careful, and showing a Kaddish Baruch how much you care and how careful and considerate you are about everything that you do. Every single Rosh Chodesh, the Mechaber tells us in Hilchos Tfilin, Simen Chafei, Biyom Rosh HaChodesh, Cholzim Osam Kodem Tfilas Mosav. Each and every single Rosh Chodesh, we are required, as the Mechaber says, Simen Chafei, the last Sif in Simen Chafei, Sif Yigimel, quoting the Beis Yosef, that we are required to remove our Tfilin prior to saying Mosav on Rosh Chodesh. Why is that so? The mission brings two reasons, and the Lavush has a third reason. The Lavush says, Simon Chafei, Sif Gimel, that since on Musaf we are going to Davin, and the Tfilas Musaf is B'makom HaKravas HaKarban, therefore, Anu Osimosok Moyomtif Lefachos Be'es HaKrava. The moment that we are Davening, the tefillah of Musaf and Rosh Chodesh, that in and of itself is a partial yomtov. V'yomtov ain't sarach also, and on yomtov, of course, we don't wear tefillin, and therefore the Lavosh explains that it wouldn't be appropriate, it would be somewhat of an inconsistency to be celebrating the hakravas hakarban of Rosh Chodesh, and indeed tefillos b'makom karbanos teknom, therefore tefillah shmona esri is a quasi Korban, and therefore it's a yomtif, and therefore on, sh- on yomtif we don't wear tefillin, so we remove our tefillin immediately before davening the musaf of Rosh Chodesh. Reason number one. Reason number two, the Mishnah Burr says, is because yomtif is an os. Yomtif is a sign. Shabbos is a yos. And so too tefillin is an os. And therefore we only want that there should be one os. And it would be inappropriate to have two osos. So Shabbos there's no tefillin. Yom Tov there's no tefillin. And therefore Rosh Chodesh as well, there is no tefillin. A final reason that the Mishnah Bura mentions is because of what the Ramah says. The Ramah in the end of Simen Chafei explains that the only time you're required to remove your tefillin before davening Musaf on Rosh Chodesh, dafka b'makom shomrim b'musaf kedushas keser. Svardim and Nusach Svard in the Musaf for Rosh Chodesh, as well as Musaf on Shabbos, as well as Musaf on Yantav, say, Keser, Yitnu Lecha Hashem Elokeinu. Keser is a reference to the Keser, the crown of a Baruch Hu. And therefore the Mishnaburah again explains in Sivkatan Samach Aleph that since the Keser, Yitnu Lecha, the crown that we are focusing on is the crown of a Baruch Hu, a Nachon Lios as Keser shall fill in a love. Therefore be inappropriate to wear the crown of glory of tefillin on us. 
And therefore, as a result, you should not wear tefillin for the Musaf of Rosh Chodesh because these two kisarim don't go together. Earlier, the Mishnah Burah said these two osios don't go together. The sign of Rosh Chodesh and the sign of tefillin are inconsistent and they form somewhat of a stira, so therefore you don't put it on. And then the Mishnah Burah says, no, there's a different reason because the two kisarim, the two crowns, are inappropriate to be worn at the same time and therefore you should not wear the keser of tefillin at a moment that you are saying keser yitun l'cha. That's the case. Then Anun bnei Ashkenaz, we should leave on our tefillin from Musa because we don't say keser yitun l'cha. We say naritzcha benakidishcha. However, the Ramah concludes by calling the Beis Yosef miu nogim lasalkam kodem Musaf bechal makom. Everybody, Ashkenaz, Sfarad, Nusach Ashkenaz, Nusach Sfarad, Litvaks, Sfaradim, Ashkenazim, Chasidim, everybody removes their tefillin prior to Musaf Rav Rosh Chodesh. Regardless of you say Keser or you don't say Keser, certainly the other reasons are applicable. The Os reason of the Mishnah as well as the reason mentioned by the Levosh, that the Musaf of Rosh Chodesh is like the Musaf HaKravas HaKorban, and therefore it should not be worn. The question is, when exactly should the tefillin be removed prior to Musaf. It would seem, and this is what the Mishnah quotes from the Magin Avram, quoting from the Kisve HaRizal, that it should be removed after the Kaddish, immediately prior to Shmon Esrei. Of course, we want to wear tefillin as long as we can, so therefore we should be zocha to another Kaddish wearing tefillin. And therefore the Mishnah explains here in Simon Chafei that the basis of the Psak of the Mechaber, B'yom Rosh Chodesh, Cholzim Osam Kodun Tefillas Mosav, Shmi Mamish Mamish, immediately before Mosav. So you should keep on your tefillin, including the Kaddish, and therefore, says the Mishnah Bura, Sivkata Nuntas, Yechal Tseim Acher HaKadosh, Shekodem Tefilas HaMosav. You should keep those Tefilas on as long as you can, up until Musaf Rav Rosh Chodesh, right before Hashem Sfasai Tiftach, that's when the Tefilas should be removed. However, then the Mishnah Bura quotes the El Yerabah. El Yerabah says, The Rosh Chodesh, Yachlotz Acher Kedushos of Ola Tzion, Kodem Shomi Hiratz Melfonecha, Shenishmur Chukecha, Ve'olam You should move them a little bit earlier, at the end of Kedushas Uvalatzion. Right when you say, Hiratz Melfonecha, Shenishmur Chukecha, Ve'olam Why should you remove them where? The Mishnah Bura explains, V'liyamti Melechal Tzaman Acher Kedush. Don't wait to remove them immediately after Kedush. Kedush Shalola Hafsik, Ben Kedush Litvila. There shouldn't be any interruption between the Kaddish immediately before the Shemona Esrei of Rosh Chodesh Musaf and the Kaddish itself. There shouldn't be any interruption. That Kaddish is Shaykh to Tfilas Musaf of Rosh Chodesh and we don't want there to be any interruption between Kaddish and Shemona Esrei of Musaf Rosh Chodesh. And therefore taking off the Tfilin in between Kaddish and Shemona Esrei would be considered to be a half-second interruption. That would be inappropriate. So therefore remove them a little bit earlier. What should be done? Mishnah quotes two men hug him, either remove it right after Kaddish, immediately before Mosaf, or immediately prior to Kaddish at the end of Avalatzion. What is the appropriate thing to do? The Mishnah is silent. And the Mishnah doesn't explain to us what the better option is. And Mishnah doesn't say what the appropriate thing to do is. And it's for that reason in many shuls you'll see many people doing many, many different things. Although the common custom does seem to be to remove them immediately after Kaddish, right before Musaf. That seems to be what most people do. They take them off immediately before Musaf. However, that creates a secondary problem and potentially a secondary minig which is developed. And that's because people want to keep on the tefillin after Kaddish and immediately remove them right before Musaf in order that there shouldn't be a hafzik. So you know what you have to do? You remove them very quickly and you put your tefillin down at your table or at your seat 
and then you leave your tefillin that way. And they're not wrapped properly. Sometimes you have the chance to put it in your box, sometimes you don't have the chance to put it in your box. And therefore, it leaves us in a quandary. What's better? In order for there not to be a hefsek between the Kaddish and Shemona Eser, you'll quickly remove your tefillin and put them down and start Shemona Eser with a tzibur? Or is it better to have a hefsek, wrap your tefillin properly, and then start Shemona Eser a few minutes later, making sure that you properly wrap your tefillin? Should it be a situation where potentially your tefillin are being left bebizayon, simply leaving them straps wandering on the table, not wrapped properly the way that they should be, in order that there shouldn't be a hefsek between the Kaddish and the Shemona Esrei? What's more important? Is it more important that there shouldn't be a hefsek between Kaddish and Shemona Esrei, and therefore you're leaving your tefillin in somewhat of a bizayon state, in a disgraceful state? Or is it better to wrap your tefillin properly, put them away into your tick and your nartik shall tefillin, and there'll be somewhat of a hefsake between the Kaddish and the Musaf of Rosh Chodesh Manrasa. Regarding that, in the Sefer Tamim in Hagim, in Simen Tov Mem Vav, in the Haggah, he writes clearly, You shouldn't wrap your tefillin. Says the Tami Minhagim that that's the best thing to do. Make sure that there shouldn't be any hefsek in between Kaddish and Shemona Esrei. And he brings rayos to this, that there shouldn't be any hefsek. It's so critical that there shouldn't be any hefsek, any interruption between the Kaddish and Shemona Esrei, that therefore, even though you're going to leave your tefillin unwrapped, better that there be no hefsek, and therefore leave your tefillin as such. However, Moshe Sturmbach in his Chuvas Chuvas Van Hagos Chelak Alef Simen Mehmei argues, and he writes Veshamati Al Kamigdolim Zatzal Shehikpidu Shizel Bizoyon Litfilin. Moshe Sturmbach writes that if person who wants to make sure that he's not being any mafsik at all, and the tzibur is not going to be mafsik at all between Kaddish and Shmona Esrei, and in turn you're going to create a state of bizoyon of disgrace to your film, they're not going to be wrapped properly. He writes, Shamat el Kamagdolim are many great Anoshim Gedolim who felt that that was a bizoyon for Tfilin. However, he writes, Ha'olam Nogul Cholzam Achra Kaddish, that's what people do. And Ramosha Sturmbach Paskins and says, if you're going to create a situation where you're removing your tefillin after Kaddish before Shemona Esrei and your tefillin are going to be left unwrapped, says the best thing to do is to remove them earlier, like the first psak that the Mishnah Bura said. Remove them a little bit earlier. That's a bona fide time and an appropriate time to remove your tefillin. Do that. And even if that's going to create a situation that you're not wearing your tefillin for Kaddish because you don't want to leave your tefillin, Bibi Zion. Amnami writes, Ha'olam That's not what people do. We see people take off their tefillin after the Kaddish, in between the Kaddish and the Shemona Esrei, and they don't wrap them. And he says, "Lamaisa shemitzarech lahanita mbilti mikupalim karoi vada yachlotz kodem akadish velo kedai lahanicha mbilti mikupalim veshamati migdolim zatzal shehikpidu moldazet ein roi lasos ke ki zeyagil bizoyin atvilin umatzui shop mafsikim zman rab ben akadish lmusaf lachin ladaiti roi yoser midina shiachaltsu hatfilin kishomi hiratzom bavol etzion vaz masmich hakadish lmusaf vehemikupalim 
Kmo shehikpidu gedoli Yisrael zatzal. So Ramosh Sternbach writes that in this tug of war as to what's better, not to have a hefsek between Kaddish and Shmon Esra and to leave your tefillin unwrapped, or better that there should be a hefsek and to wrap your tefillin properly, Ramosh Sternbach is clear that there should not be tefillin left unwrapped. Better to take your time to wrap your tefillin properly, even if that's going to cause a hefsek between Kaddish and Shmon Esra, but better yet, remove them earlier. And like that, you get both benefits. There's not going to be a hefsek between Kaddish and Shmona Esrei. Your tefillin are going to be kept in a proper, appropriate state. There won't be a disgrace that your tefillin will be unwrapped, even though you're not wearing your tefillin for the final Kaddish. In a very fascinating Maramakam, the Sefer Baruch Sha'amar, that's the Torah Tmira's Biur on Hilchos Tefillah, at the end of the Sefer he has Hagos and Ha'aros, he has small footnotes and he has a ha'orabinin chalitza satfilin kodem musaf. And he writes, Mizkenin is bono. Says the Torah Tmimu, who is the nephew of the Nitziv, I want to tell you the following thing. Ro'isi lo'yerkan, amash nogim kodem, sh'omdim l'hispala musaf rosh chodesh. Lachlot satfilin l'anicham ala shulchanam. People unwrap their tefillin, and they take their tefillin off, and they simply leave them on the table. Terem nikfulu b'ritzuah, same, they don't wrap their ritzuahs, their straps. Omenichem osen lachalat tefilas musaf, and they leave them unwrapped until after musaf. Vaos koflum osen b'artzuahs, kenog, mesimen osen b'tikshlam al-mokoma. Is that the way to behave? Is that the right thing to do? Says the Baruch Shamar, says the Torah Tmima. This is what I see people doing. However, he writes, based upon what we do every single Friday night, this is an inappropriate behavior. We all know that halacha lamaisa, first you make hamotzi, and after you make hamotzi, you make a bar piragafen. But leal Shabbos, Friday night, we do just the opposite. We first make kiddush, and then we make hamotzi. How can we do such a thing? The order is incorrect. So we cover the challah in order not to disgrace and to embarrass the challah. Shaloya pas boshto, says the Yerushalmi. And therefore, in order not to disgrace the past, the bread, who's really deserving to be the first bracha prior to Kiddush, we cover the challah not to insult, not to embarrass. The challah says, the Torah, Tzamima, you see from here that there's something about embarrassment to an inanimate object. There's some feelings that exist. And there's a sensitivity that we have to have toward inanimate objects as well. And if it's true when it comes to pass, says the Baruch Sha'amar, certainly it's true when it comes to our tefillin. Says the Baruch Sha'amar, the Torah Tzmim, you know what you should do? You could do everything perfectly. You could leave your tefillin on after Kaddish. And you won't have a major interruption between Kaddish and Shemona Esther because you'll quickly remove your tefillin. You'll cover your tefillin with a bag. You'll cover your tefillin with your tick of your tefillin. And therefore you'll immediately daven Musaf Rosh Chodesh, thereby there not being a long interruption. You've also kept your tefillin on for the final Kaddish. And like this, you have accomplished the best of both worlds. The Koraisi says, this is what I saw. Says the Torah Tamima from Velashin. This is what I saw people doing. Great Torah scholars. Who did everything in a very calculated fashion. When they remove their tefillin on Rosh Chodesh, 
if there would not be enough time to wrap them properly, and to properly put them back into their bag, they were covered with their talus bag, and after davening, they would properly wrap the tefillim and put it into the bag. And this is what I do, says the Torah Tzmima. And this is what it is appropriate to do. And this is the appropriate way to behave. So we find Ramosha Sternbach. And the Torah Tzmimah have two very diverging different approaches how to deal with taking off tefillin before Musaf and Rosh Chodesh. But both of them have the same sensitivity. And this is what Elul is all about. And certainly beginning on Rosh Chodesh Elul to have a certain sensitivity to everything that we do. But beginning on Rosh Chodesh, how we treat Rosh Chodesh and how we treat Tfilin. And when there's a tug of war, how to deal with certain aspects of putting on Tfilin and removing Tfilin, when to remove them, how to remove them. We don't want there to be an interruption between Kaddish and Musaf Rosh Chodesh on the one hand. On the other hand, we don't want the Tfilin to be left with Bizarin. So what should be done? So one approach is the approach of the Tartamima. Cover them so that they're not embarrassed and we should be sensitive to the Kedushas Tfilin. And therefore, if you take them off quickly after the Kaddish, there won't be an interruption between Kaddish and Shmon Esrei, and at the same time, your tefillin not left be bizarre. Rav Sturmbach, on the other hand, just the opposite. Remove them earlier, because the mission already has it there, that they should be removed at the end of Uval When you say, Remove them then. And then there will be absolutely no hefsik between Kaddish and Shmon Esrei of Musaf Rosh Kodesh. It's true you're unable to keep them on for that final Kedusha and that Kaddish. But says Rav Sturmbach, there are often times when a person has to leave shul early and can't always leave them on for every single Kaddish. So if it's true during the week, Kol Shekane, in such a circumstance will there be a bizayun to tefillah. So the bottom line is there are two approaches to take. Certainly the tefillin must be removed. When should they be removed? Either according to Rav Sturmbach and one day in the Mishnah Bura, they should be removed earlier at the end of Abel Zion, properly wrapped and preparing it yourself for the Musaf of Rosh Chodesh. Another option is the option of the Nitziv to remove them right after the Kaddish. And if they're removed after the Kaddish, you don't want there to be a hefsek between Kaddish and Shemar Esrei, and therefore cover them and cover them properly. There is a fascinating Mishnabura quoting a Taz, that in this circumstance, let's say a person is in such a rush, and such a bahala, you forget to take off your tefillin. And all of a sudden, in the middle of Shman Esim, Rosh Chodesh, you notice that you're wearing tefillin. Says the Mishnabura that in such a circumstance, you should do one of two things. And the Siddur Beis Yaakov, he says, you should move over your tefillin so that you're not really being Yotze wearing them. Or another option is to cover them. Why does he say that? So the Mishmuru in Sif Katan Samach Beis quotes the Taz says, Hanoik b'musaf of tuluna. Somebody who doesn't want to remove their tefillin for Musaf Rosh Chodesh, we can't really stop them. For us, B'nai Ashkenaz, when we don't say Kesir Yitnu certainly a strong argument can be made that leave them on. Vishamati says the Tazal Godal Hadorekon. Shlayacholtzimbamusaf. I heard about one Godal who didn't even remove his tefillin for, for Musaf Rosh Chodesh because the Kesar wasn't recited. 
However, certainly you shouldn't do that in a circumstance where you forgot or you are unaware that the tefillin were already removed by the tzibur. If you're earlier in shachris, a person should be careful, making sure to be sensitive to what the rest of the tzibur is davening and doing. There you have it, the sensitivity for halacha, the careful nature that a person has to have, the diktuk in halacha, all important things as we prepare for the Mehadin, for Rosh Hashanah, for Asarasimichu, for Yom Kippur. And Chodesh Il is the opportunity for us to be careful, to be cautious, to be meticulous, to be extra Zari and Zaris in everything that we do. And here we have our first opportunity upon us on Rosh Chodesh Abba Latova to make sure that we're properly sensitive, careful both to the Kedushas Rosh Chodesh as well as to Kedushas Tfilin, wishing everybody a good Chodesh. A Chodesh should be filled with opportunities, a Chodesh that's filled with growth, climbing the ladder in Avodah Hashem.